John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. I want to talk to you this morning about the light. Uh, This word tells us that we just read that Jesus, when He came into the world, He was the light. I can remember when I was saved, it was like light was, a light was turned on within me, right? You, uh, you begin to see things in a new way. You begin to see things in your life that you didn't see before that are problems. Things you have to correct. That light begins to shine not only out of you, but into your heart. This Word tells us that Jesus came to be a light to this world to every man. And that John came to give bear witness of that light. He came and prepared the way for Jesus to come and do what He was doing. Uh, John came and began to baptize people, began to, to lead them toward what Jesus was going to come and do, right? He, he came and prepared it. So, what does it really mean that Jesus was the light of the world? Well, there's a whole lot of things that that really means. It's it's not just one particular answer. You can't just say one thing to define what it means that Jesus was the light of the world. But as we look at that, I want you to see the contrast in the Old Testament and New Testament. In the Old Testament, you see... Uh, in some ways, condemnation. You see the law. You see the rituals that went behind it. And, and all of those things that, that, that put us in bondage. But then when Jesus comes, you see that you're free. We talked about that last week, that we are free from the law of sin and death. The bondage of that law. We have life through Christ Jesus. So that life that He came not only showed us where we were going wrong, but that light also showed us the path to freedom. Right? Proverbs four, eighteen through nineteen says, "Put but the path of the just is as as is." Huh. How about I start that over? <laughs> but the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. There's two things I want to show you about light today. We're going to talk about Jesus and how He is the light. But I also want to talk to you about the light that you show to others. Okay? Because... Scripture we just read 
It says those that are in darkness don't know why they're stumbling, right? We see that all around us today. You ever seen anybody that just seems to have one problem after another and they just really don't understand why they have all these problems? They don't understand why all of these bad things happen and they don't really have an answer. They don't know where to turn. They don't have any kind of hope. It's because they're in darkness. So where does the light come from? Well, you don't see many opportunities or, or past occurrences of when Jesus would just show up and, and reveal Himself to somebody without it coming through who? Us. Right? So the light that Jesus shines on the, on the people of this world comes through us. We have to shine that light on them. Now, I'm not, I don't want to be too metaphorical today. Okay? I don't, I don't want this to be abstract. I want you to really get a tangible understanding of what I'm talking about. So, I want to kind of break away from these... Sometimes you hear these phrases and they don't mean much, is what I'm trying to say. I want you to really understand what it means to shine the light into somebody's life. Okay? We we have a responsibility as Christians. Not only for ourselves, make sure we live the appropriate kind of lifestyle, but it's also a responsibility to reach others. A responsibility to show them what Jesus has done for us. Our testimony is light. The Word of God that we put into us is light to those people. If you don't have anything to offer them, they're still in darkness. But when you can speak the Word of truth to them, then they can begin to see. They may not like what they see, but they can begin to see problems in their life. So, verse 19 says, "...the way of the wicked is as darkness." The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. But back in verse 18, it says, The path of the just is as the shining light. First set of scriptures we read said that Jesus came and was the light. Proverbs, back in the Old Testament, says the path of the just is as the shining light. Do y'all believe Jesus was just? Yes. But, you see, we can also have that same effect on people. Not by our own works, not by any goodness that's in us in the flesh, it's through the Spirit. As we get closer to God, as we allow Him to work in us, then we begin to have light come out of us. We begin to have uh, uh, an effect on people's darkness, right? That's what light does, is it drives away darkness. Now, there's probably some of y'all sitting here today that may be saved, but things in your life are beginning to get kind of gray and hazy. You may be sitting there today thinking, well, it's not as clear cut as what you're saying, Kevin. Well, yes, it is. You see, 
as you progress in life, if you don't continue to put in the light, guess what? The light begins to get dim. If you don't ever, if you have a flashlight and you don't replace the batteries, what happens? It begins to get dim. So there may not be as much light shining in your life right now as there ought to be. And what happens then? You begin not to see things that are problems. You begin not to see thing, areas in your life that are becoming a hindrance to you because you don't have any light. So I want you to think about that. I want you to think that, do I have any areas like that? Do I have things like that? See, the, the thing is, when you have a light turned on, you can clearly see obstacles. But if you turn the light off or it's dimmed, you may have to fill around. And what, am I, what do I mean by that? Because I know some of you are thinking, what are you talking about? What I'm trying to say is, do you have any of those areas in your life that you kind of morally uh, ride the fence on? I'm not talking about decisions of should we go eat today or should we, you know, go shopping. I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. I'm talking about moral kind of issues. Do you ever sit and wonder, well, is this right or is this wrong? Should I do this? Well, surely this is okay. Because see, if you sit in that kind of an area, there's not enough light in your life. That's, that's the bottom line, man. You need to find that light. The light is in the Word. Okay? 1 John chapter 1 says Jesus was the Word. It says He was the light. So then you can draw a pretty easy conclusion that the Word is light also, right? If they're all equal to each other, it doesn't matter how you go around. Two equals two, right? Well, guess what? Two also equals two. That's, that's what they're saying. So if you're looking at things in your life, in moral situations, situations, and you're thinking, hmm, I don't know. I'm not sure if this is okay. Maybe this is all right, you know. We, we did it before, got away with it. No big deal. You know where that starts to head? Toward more darkness. You're getting into gray areas. Before you know it, those gray areas are black areas. And then you're wondering, I don't know why these things are going wrong in my life. Why? Because you're in darkness. The Word says you don't know what makes you stumble when you're in darkness. Why am I telling you all this today? Well, I guarantee you somebody needs to hear it. Y'all, listen. You take the finest Christian here today, and I guarantee you, at one time or another in their life, as a Christian, they've gotten into those areas. They've gotten to those places in their life where maybe they wasn't feeding themselves like they ought to. And you get in these little moral dilemmas. There shouldn't be any moral dilemmas. This word spells out every kind of moral issue you can imagine, and it's never, well, in this situation it might be this way. Or No, it's always adultery is wrong. Murder is wrong, right? It's clear cut on those things. Moral issues don't have gray areas. Well, what if this happens? And then th- no, it's wrong. 
Okay? But I guarantee you, all of you have at one time or another been at that point in your life. And then somebody said something, or you heard a preacher preach, or you happened to read something in the Word, and all of a sudden, there was a realization that I was wrong. I've been doing the wrong thing. So Jesus came to be a light. That light's not just about sin, okay? It's also something people are drawn to. Let's look at the other side of light, okay? See, we've been right now, we've been looking at it from the standpoint of holding a light, exposing what's been hidden by darkness. But let's look at it from the other side, from the side that's in darkness, and you see a light. What happens? You want to go toward the light, right? I don't want to go toward more darkness. I can go over there to the light and see where I'm at. I can see what's going on. I can see what's around me. I can see what's happening in my life when I go toward the light. So from that side of things, you know, we use the old, the old song about the lighthouse. Remember that? And the guy says, if it wasn't for the lighthouse, I don't know where I'd be. Right? The lighthouse, when you're out in a boat, is the thing that you know, based on that lighthouse, it's a point of reference. You can see where, you, where the rocks are, where the trouble is, right? So that light that, <clears throat> from the other side, from the dark side, the light that we shine to other people is the thing that they can be drawn to. It's the thing that they want to, they, they use to navigate, right? Why is that important? Well, that's our calling, people. That's our calling. We're called to be, number one, a holy and peculiar people. We're called to righteousness. But we also have a commission that is to go into this world and share the gospel of Jesus Christ with other people. See, I left out the word preach because some of y'all get afraid when I say preach. Y'all think I'm going to make you stand up here one day and give a sermon. And that's not what it's about. So I'm going to use share. Is that a little more friendly? And everybody deal with share. Huh? See, it's your responsibility. This ain't what Kevin has told you you ought to do. This is the Word of God. This is Jesus Christ. Remember that guy that that saved you from your sin? Remember the one that delivered you from the punishment that you were due? Remember the one that you said, I'm going to serve you the rest of my life? That was the commitment we made. He's the one that said, go into all the world Everywhere. Not just the places that's easy to get to. Not just the people that you feel most comfortable around. But it said go everywhere and preach the gospel. What's the gospel? Well, simplest terms, it's Jesus. That's the light. The Word. Preach that to people. What is that? You're going into darkness and you're turning on a light. You're showing people that there is hope, right? You're giving them uh, an example of what it could be like. See, that's that's where... See, you don't always have to talk to people. 
it's not always about witnessing, okay? Your witness can be your example you live in life. People see you and watch what you do. You claim to be a Christian. Why is it I hear things coming out of your mouth that I shouldn't hear? If you claim to be a Christian, why is it I see you do things that you shouldn't do? See, people are watching all the time. They watch all of us and they draw conclusions as a whole with a broad stroke. Well, this is what a Christian is. Until they see something different. Until they see the right example. Until the light is shining. The Word of God. And then they say, wait a minute, what's that over there? I see some light. You see, the nice thing about light is when you're in darkness and a light is turned on, guess what? It's obvious. You ever been in dark and... Is that a light? No. (laughs) When there's light, you know what it is, right? Immediately, there's light. Think about that now. Think about where you work. Think about the people you deal with on a weekly basis. Is there much light there? Think about people you encounter on a regular basis. Is there light? If not, guess what you can be? Guess what you can do? Well, any kind of impact you can have because if you choose to live a righteous life following the Word of God and allowing Him to do what He wants to do in your life, when you begin to stand up and say, this is who I'm going to be, I choose to be a Christian and live after His Word and His law. All of a sudden, you turn a light on to people. And they begin to see it. I told you, they may not like it. They may not like what they see in themselves. And because of that, they'll turn against you. Because you revealed it, right? I'm just letting you know. Just get ready. There's no reason not to do it. No reason not to... Get closer to God. Let me, let's face it. He's the one I care about pleasing. I don't care about pleasing you. I don't care about pleasing my other friends or family or, or anybody else. It's about pleasing Him. If I'm pleasing to Him, the ones that care will be pleased also. Right? You ought to care enough about them to shine light into their life. Right? Y'all understand that? That's pretty simple, ain't it? You ought to care enough about them to shine light into their life. It's obvious when you encounter somebody. Y'all ever met somebody and you couldn't figure out whether they were a Christian or not? No. It's usually pretty obvious. Now, it, it may not be clear as to whether they've ever been saved, but you can tell immediately if that person is living a Christian life, it don't take long. Spend about five minutes in their presence and I guarantee you, you'll know. Man, if that hurts your feelings, I'm sorry. I guarantee you some of you here today need to address it. You think I had never had to address that? You think I I had never been convicted because of things I've allowed to go on in my life? 
that I nope other people see? They don't need me to shine more darkness into their life. They need me to turn a light on. They need an example of, of what it can be like. They already know what it is like in this world. They need an example of what it can be. Okay? I want you to look hard at yourself. Look hard. It's real easy to wake me out a few minutes for a few more minutes and get up and walk out of this church and forget about it. It's real easy, y'all. I want you to look hard at yourself today. Look deep. I'm not trying to be judgmental of y'all. I'm just trying to share with you what the Word says. If it, if it pricks you in your heart, guess what? I'm shining some light on you today. I want you to see. I want you to know what's causing you to stumble. I want you to see where problems are. Somebody did it for me. Thank God. I got one more scripture I want to share with you. It's Revelation 21 and 23. This angel was showing John the new Jerusalem as it descended from heaven. And John said, And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Why is that important? Y'all listen. Jesus is the light. He's in you, right? You ask Him to come into your heart and save you from your sins, guess what? you got a light in you. Let that light shine. Don't, don't, don't let this world contaminate you and put filters and lenses over that light and cover it up. Get that stuff out. Let that light shine on people so that they can see the Gospel, so that they can see that, that there is goodness still left to be attained, that there's, that there's another way, that there's a way that leads to righteousness, there's a way that leads to peace and life. See, that's what that light reveals. It reveals not only the bad things in your way, but guess what it does? It shows you the path, right? It says that your Word is a lamp unto my feet, showing me things I'm going to trip on, but it's a light unto my path. See, there's no point in turning on a light if you're not going to go anywhere. If I'm sitting at home watching TV, I don't need any lights on. I ain't getting up walking around. The light is to show me my path. On that day when that city's descending, and we're all going to be here with Jesus, there won't be any need for sun, man. There won't be any shadows. Imagine that. I listened to a recording one time of a guy that claimed to uh, be taken to heaven. You know, believe it if you want to. I don't know. It's pretty impressive to me. But He said he tried to make shadows. Couldn't make one. You see, God is there. He's He's just light, light emanating from Him. There's, you have a shadow because you can block the light. You see, but when light is everywhere, you can't block it from one direction and make a shadow because it's over here too. 
You see, His presence is everywhere. That light shines in such a degree, you can't make darkness. Okay? Once again, what does that matter, Kevin? Look, I'm telling you right now, if you have that kind of light shining out of you, listen to me, I know you think that's not possible, but I'm here to tell you that if you lived in that kind of way, everybody you come in contact with, all of a sudden, for whatever brief instance of time it may be, has light shined in their life and they can't hide from it. Okay? They can't hide from the truth. When you speak truth to somebody and it's the Word of God, that sin is revealed whether they like it or not. And they can't argue with you. They'll try, but they won't win. You see, because you can't argue with the truth. You can't prove it wrong if it's true. There ain't no no telling how many times you could try to tell me that 2 plus 3 equals 4, you would never make me believe it. Because it's true. 2 plus 2 is 4. Right? So we've got to be a light to people. Not just when we come out of church and we're feeling all pumped up. Oh yeah, man. I'm talking about at the end of the week on Friday and you've been so fed up with everybody for the week, and and you are just at your wit's end, guess what you need to be doing right then? You've got to be a light. They don't need more darkness. Listen, they get darkness anywhere. So are you being the kind of light you need to be? Where do you get your source of light? Are you getting enough of it? Are you spending enough time absorbing that light? Are you spending enough time getting rid of the darkness, finding those little dark corners in your heart? I know they're there, y'all. You think my flesh don't want to do fleshly things? Yeah, it does. How strong is my spirit? Where is your heart today? Is your heart here? Is your heart with God? Is your heart wanting to serve Him? Or is your heart on something else? It's really easy to answer these questions. I guarantee you, you all, as soon as you hear the questions, immediately know in the back of your head the real answer. If I were to ask one of you right now, have you ever done anything wrong? Immediately a a remembrance of sin comes to your mind. You know there's darkness in your heart. You know there's sinful nature there that you have to compete against. It's it's not something that I have to somehow tell you about and inform you. Oh, really? I didn't know that was wrong. You know. You know. But is there enough light in your life to counteract those those things? Is there enough light that is coming in from from your, the reading of your Word, from the people you surround yourself with. That's important, y'all. See, you can't make it through this life just on your own, right? You need some people around you. Even Paul. Even Paul, y'all, the, the guy that wrote most of the New Testament, surrounded himself with people as much as he possibly could that were of the same mind. 
And he would distance himself from those that weren't. So where is your heart? Who are you hanging out with? Who are you hanging around? Are you having an impact on them? Are you shining light into their life? Or is the darkness from them bleeding over into yours? That's where the real crux of the problem is right there.